Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, the only show on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. That is just I'm the managing... Lie. Name another show on the internet. I don't know. Mm, can't do it. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all of the places, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Dutch to the dorks. She's our very own little Miss Sunshine. It's Ashley Pickle. That's a new one. Hi, friends. Um, it needs to get sunny outside. You're just radiating. You're just radiating uh, joy today. That's all I'm saying. Oh well, thank you. I, I think it's because Powers and I are here, um, and because it's gonna <laughs> be like a hun- I think also because it's gonna be like a hundred degrees on Sunday. Dude, yeah, I'm pumped for that. I am pumped for that. I am not pumped for that. Can't be in May. I told my wife that yesterday. My wife. I told her like it's gonna be a hundred degrees on Sunday. It's really not. It's gonna be ninety nine. But who's counting? I bet it gets to a hundred. Okay. Um, it was going. It was going to be. There were other places that I was looking at in the state of Texas where it's going to be like one hundred eight. Oh know? yeah. It's like and uh, Amarillo, told, right? <laughs> I told her. <laughs> That's that. where. I told her that, and she was like, "That that feels like an assault." Like in May. It's Happy Mother's Day. Exactly right. Uh, over here, those other dulcet tones you hear belong to Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Hi, buddy. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks for coming in. I'm happy to be here. Uh, it's not just because you're kind of contractually obligated to come in. You come in because you love to. You know he was excited to come in today. We're talking barbecue. Uh, it's a lot. You know, it's a and lot. And I'm also contractually obligated. It, <laughs> it can be <laughs> but both. But mainly barbecue. <laughs> both can be true. Both can be true. Today is Wednesday, May 4th, 2022. Uh, happy Quattro de Mayo, guys. 204 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Aaron Andrews. Oh, nice. She turns 44 today. Happy birthday to Aaron Andrews. Man, she doesn't look 44. Episode. I look like, I look like that when I'm 44. She looks young. <laughs> episode 1,000. 44 is young. Yeah. But that's older than I would have thought that she was. I'm not saying that Man. 44 is not young, but I'm saying that's, that's See, just older than I thought think that she is i know what you're saying i know you're saying but the only counterpoint i have to that is she has been in the game a long time that's very true oh yeah absolutely and so for me well that's like samantha ponder she's been doing this uh, since she was 18 like right (laughs) so i think you know you gotta have the time has no meaning exactly right Uh, one of my former co-workers samantha ponder how about that um, episode 1380. On today's show, folks, it's This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers and Nexal Athlete. The latest news and notes from the recruiting trail across the state of Texas. And then back half the show, 
finally barbecue a segment powers wants to do dude well and i've had to keep my mouth shut about this for basically two days now so we're all itching yeah uh and so you guys will recap the 2022 Texas High School Barbecue State Championships down there in Round Rock. So we will hear about that coming up with the back half of the show. Do, us, do we have uh, first four through the door? We sure do. It was Lau Good, Aaron Arbuckle, Miss Terry Adams, and Rob Hadaway. Welcome in, fellas and lady fella. Welcome in, fellas and lady fella. Okay. <clears throat> let's go. Let's stretch out. Do you, do you wake up, like, you know, do your stretches this morning? No. Okay. I'm Greg <laughs> Tepper. That's Greg Powers. This is This Week in Cruton. It's This Week in Recruiting, a very limber edition of This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers and Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at Chief Powers Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter, Next Level D1T. His fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And of course, this is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express, I had it delivered to my house on, on Friday. Let's go. That is as bougie as it gets. Not only had it delivered, I, but also shared with everyone. I texted you. you yeah. I texted you too. <laughs> yep. I texted you too because I was home sick with kid, and so like I couldn't go anywhere. And so I was like, all right, I need. Well, you were home with sick kid. <laughs> Did I say that? Incorrectly? You yeah. said I was home sick with kid. <laughs> I was home with sick kid. Thank yeah, you. you're Did welcome. Did you let Max try that gravy? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, you should have. I should have. That's a missed opportunity, that's a- and that's on me. And that's a- listen, that's on me. Bad I'm calling my own foul here. I'm calling my own foul. <laughs> Bad okay? parenting. Uh, I should have. Uh, but yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm home. Uh, when you're home with a sick kid, you just like, you feel kind of helpless. You're like, what's going to make me feel better? I know. Chicken if somebody nuggets. will bring me some corn nuggets to my house, <laughs> chicken me. It was great. Love you, chickeny. Love you, chickeny. <laughs> they, they. By the way, they stopped sponsoring us years ago. We just keep doing this. That is not true. The contract We're ran in. out. That is not it's true. Like, <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> this week in recruiting with Greg Powers and Next Level Athlete. Let's start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise. Go to the Houston area to talk to New Caney, 2023 cornerback C.J. Blocker. Amazing. A miss. CJ Blocker. Slightly. Yeah, it's like here's the thing. He's six. He's six foot, one hundred sixty-five pounds. Needs- so he was never going to be a guard, which is what he should right. be. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, but in any case, he picked up his first Power Five offer this week from Nebraska. He also had an offer from Tulsa. He's got offers from a couple of in-state FCS schools like Houston Baptist and Incarnate Word, plus Louisiana Tech and Northwestern State. Uh, this guy's uh, this guy's running a ten six hundred. So uh, he's doing something right out there in New Caney. Sub-22, 200, and this one feels really good. I hope Guy Frazier's listening (laughs) to the podcast today because (laughs) we had a discussion at the state championship games, and we were talking about, you know, our deepest sleepers in the state. I sent one name and one name only, and that was C.J. Blocker. Mm -hmm. And now look at him, getting his first P5 offer from Nebraska this week. So I feel some validation on this one. He's had some other schools, you know, wanting him to play for them. But now he's starting to really take off. And what I really like about his game is um, he's a guy that can, you know, guard the receiver one-on-one. He's got really limber or um, limber hips or a lot of agility, Mm -hmm. a guy who can hang with – a receiver stay in his hip pocket deep down the field, a coverage guy, a true coverage guy. And that's what jumped out to me about his tape. And I think that's why you're starting to see these colleges start to get on him. In addition to that world-class speed. Yeah. He's, he's a burner and a guy you're going to get to know a little bit. You know, it's funny because new Caney 
past couple of years have been more of an offensive powerhouse. Uh, they've had big-time playmakers offensively. Now, here's a guy on the defensive side that people are going to sit up and pay attention to. Um, New Caney cornerback, CJ Blocker. I guess, like, Blocker, like, you're blocking passes? Like, there's, some, there's something there. It's a good name. It's an excellent football name. Let's see if we can throw another 200 pounds on a movement side. How about that? I don't know, man. He's <laughs> got and if really they're throwing to the other end of the field, there's at least a little bit of blocking exactly. he's having to do. For sure. Yeah. No, for sure. And he's probably an excellent blocker on um, – He's probably an excellent blocker. Like whenever there's like an interception, and he's blocking. Right. That's that's yeah, how this yeah. the movie that's going on in my mind. This there poor kid. <laughs> anyway, uh, he picked up an offer from Nebraska this week. Big doings there uh, for CJ Blocker out of New Caney. Let's move on to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week. Let's go way out west to El Paso to talk about. I will unapologetically say one of my favorite players, which is L.J. Martin, the Canatillo athlete, which I guess is probably true. They yeah. really line him up at running back out there at Canatillo, but it's more just because their offense is more based around giving the ball on the ground, and he is really good at that. He committed this week to Texas Tech, had offers from places like Baylor, SMU, UTSA, Kansas, and Kansas State. Uh, we've got him as a three-star prospect. We've got him as the 94 prospect, ranked prospect in the uh, DCTF Hot 100. I'll just read this directly from the questionnaire we got from Coach John or Scott Brooks rather out there at Canatillo, who, by the way, has been coaching a long time, entering 24th year at Canatillo. Nice. Okay? Uh, or, and he says, he is probably the best football player I have ever coached. That's nice. saying something... But L.J. Martin's the real deal, man. I just want to put it on wax that I've been beating this drum since week yeah. one of last season when I saw him play. <laughs> you you absolutely have. You have been on the L.J. Martin bandwagon from since before it was cool. All right. you, saw, you, were seeing him, you were seeing him at uh, concert venues that only hold like 200 Yeah, people. buddy. <laughs> All right, Pickle. Now that I know that you saw L.J. Martin week one and I didn't receive a text that he was a, the Ooh. real deal, <laughs> I have to put you on notice. Like when you're out at these games traveling it's, to state. You see it's on my top. Twitter. I can go back and find it on my Twitter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I need like a special shout out. Okay, that's like fine. Special that's note, fair. Like Greg L J Martin because he was playing deal. against uh, the the Burgess kid, the Mizzou. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he uh, was divorce young. Yeah, I mean he's great, and that was all the hype going. And I was like, y'all y'all seeing the the other side of the field? Yeah. Like my gosh, <laughs> six two two hundred pounds. He's a guy that they do use in you know multiple ways. He'll line up at Wildcat quarterback, wide receiver, running back. Um, you see him here returning a kick. Um, just a kind of a Mister Do It All for the for his squad and a guy who I think is probably going to get his first crack at running back. I I kind of agree with you. Mm -hmm. I really like how he looks out of the backfield. He can do anything. Um, But I think he should get his first shot at running back. But man, I mean, I even have visions of this guy. Uh, Could he beef up and be a linebacker? Does he have that type of mentality? I mean, there's like so many different things that I think, or maybe even the safety as he is right now, you know, he could probably play four different positions. Uh, at the college level, which I think makes him extremely valuable. What I really like about him coming out of the backfield is he's one of those guys who has like a weaving, smooth style of, of you know, the way he runs the ball is just smooth. You know, he's, he's very quick without ever looking like yeah. he's trying hard. Reminds me of Kennedy Brooks a lot. You yeah. know how Kennedy Brooks was like mm-hmm. a great one cut, like cut back type of guy, taller than he's mm. supposed to be but runs small that's how that's what lj martin kind of reminds me yeah of. that's a good so, example that that play right there where it's kind of like he sees it he has one cut to the outside and it's like okay yeah 
But it's like it's not like a you see you see a lot of guys who like when they cut they break it down and then like and then shift. This is a guy who's just like it all feels very like that. Like it all feels right. very natural of him saying like, all right, like I'm gonna go That's this the way. Burgess came out. With I'm it. gonna go this way now. I wonder if you're in, on the film somewhere. Um, and I'm gonna go this way now, and you're not gonna catch me. Like that's that's what really strikes me about him. He he is very smooth out there, and a guy that I think Texas Tech's gonna have a fun time finding ways to get the ball because he's not like I have to get the ball out of the backfield or I have to line up at the slot to be effective. Like he can do it from everywhere. I feel good about him being in the hot 100. You know, I, feel I really do. And Texas Tech probably feels good about their recruiting class. That's what rated number one nationally. Yes. Right now. So yeah. congrats to Joey McGuire and the boys in Lubbock that are doing a great job on the recruiting trail. It's this week recruiting with Greg Powers, next level athlete beyond Texas football. Today, get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF today. Let's move on to our underclassmen of the week. Our underclassmen of the week going to Lancaster to talk about their defensive back, uh, Corian Gibson. He's going to be a junior at this upcoming season. He might be the hottest recruit in the state. Uh, he picked up offers this week, this week from, this is an incomplete list, uh, LSU, Alabama, or, or Oregon. Ohio State, Oklahoma, Nebraska, and Florida State this week. Yes. So, (laughs) okay. Uh, I think the secret is out on Corian Gibson. Have yourself uh, a week, Corian Gibson. He's up up to that. He gets to go to Chicken Express. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) He's up to 23 total scholarship offers now. And, you know, those programs join schools like Texas, Baylor, Arkansas, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma State on his early offer list. Just in the spring, you can throw Notre Dame and Oklahoma State to those schools that you mentioned as as just big programs that have offered offered him in the evaluation period. Um, he plays a lot of safety for them that allows him to cover you know both sides of the field, so to speak, and range around. But I kind of like his upside as a cornerback prospect at the next level at five eleven, one hundred sixty five. He's a guy who has a whole lot of skills in the defensive secondary and. I, you know, one thing I'm wondering here, too, is, you know, Corian Gibson was a guy who was in our DCTF uh, 2024 top 25 freshman in Rising Magazine. And for that addition, I was really thinking hard about, you know, the last few spots. He was one of the guys that was, like, in the mix for mm-hmm. one of those last few spots because then he was probably, like, 5'9", 145. Yeah. You know, he right. wasn't, like... He's a, as developed he as was, he is He was now. a little kiddo. So we reached out to Coach Gilbert, uh, now Texan, Texas assistant coach Chris Gilbert, yes, to you know verify. You know, like is this a is this a guy we should should we mm-hmm. put him in the should we put him on the list? Yeah, shoot us straight here. Yeah, shoot yeah. us straight here. And he's like, no, no bones about it, no doubt. He's going to be a dude, Greg. If you don't put him on, you're going to regret it. And Texas is one, one of his first offers. And now that Coach Gilbert is there, I wonder, does that have an impact on yeah. Gibson's recruitment? You know, we've seen that now. A lot of great Texas high school football coaches go on to the college gigs, and that's made an impact with a lot of recruitments. You know, you Cedar Hill guys are gravitating towards Texas Tech. Will Lancaster guys now have uh, – mm-hmm. You know, an affinity an, towards the Longhorns. Yeah, which would not be the worst thing in the world for the Longhorns. Um, I will say one of the things I think is interesting is that you watch this tape, and I know you mentioned him potentially profiling as a corner. Um, it's it's worth mentioning that like this is an example of a guy that Lancaster is going to use at the place that he can be. He can 
serve the best purpose for right. them, which is really they they played him at free. They played him free to kind of let him run, let him let him you know play a little bit of center field and use his speed. Uh, that doesn't necessarily his skill set. That doesn't necessarily say his skill set is going to preclude him from playing other places. It's just that for Leon Paul and what they're trying to do at Lancaster holistically on the defensive side, setting him at free and letting him kind of run wild and and do what he needs to do and play with a little bit more latitude. Um, I think it's, it, it sounds like that. That's what that's what they believe is the best course of action. For at least them. they did last year. Yeah. You know, I mean, they've got a lot of talent on their squad, but his tape is, as you can see, it's been playing while we've been talking about him. He is fun to watch. Yeah. He's a guy who gets after it. He certainly does. Let's round it all out. Round it all out. Oof. Round it all out. There we go. With our recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week. We're going to the Texas Panhandle to talk about Amarillo Tascosa 2023 defensive end Avion Carter who has announced his top four, three in-state schools, TCU, Texas, and Texas Tech, and one out-of-state school in Oklahoma State. Uh, we've got him as a four-star prospect at the TexasFootball.com slash recruiting, the number 25 prospect of the class of 2023. Um, he was part of that dynamic duo out there at Amarillo Tascosa. He may be a little bit overshadowed sometimes by what uh, Major Everhart was doing on the on the offensive side. But Avion Carter is a, he's, you know, he's just a grown-ass man. I'm sorry, like, there's just no other way to put it. He's a grown-ass man. I like what he's, like, how he's grown up within that program, too. You know, he was a skinny kid two years ago that you wouldn't have thought would have been a D1 guy. He tweeted out a picture I, with Barry Switzer, mm-hmm. you know, from 2018. And they are, the Avion Carter then and the Avion Carter now, those are two different dudes you know um oh you didn't make the cut but you know there's a strong chance that he couldn't wind up in state but he's taken recent you know unofficial visits to all these schools and and they're very strongly in the mix and what they're going to get in him when he does decide to pull the trigger on his commitment is a defensive end who could probably play outside in create some mismatches you'll see him right here on this clip he slid inside got his hand on the ball to bat it away from the quarterback and it's that diversity that you really like to see uh, right now in defensive linemen. I mean, no school wants to just say, all right, I'm recruiting you and you have to play mm-hmm. this technique because you can't play anything else. They want these guys who can slide around and do a lot of different things. And I think Avion Carter is one of those types of dudes. And, you know, he just gets after the quarterback. And some people may not pay as a, a much attention to guys out in West Texas, but they should start because this part of the state is starting to uh, heat up as far as prospects are concerned. I'll I'll just also I'll just also say this. So his top four here are Oklahoma State, Texas, Texas Tech, and TCU. Yep. This is a guy in the panhandle out there in Amarillo. Yes, sir. If you are a believer in and and, and we mentioned that Texas Tech right now, if you look at the recruiting services, have the number one ranked uh, recruiting class in the nation. Spoiler alert, they're probably not going to finish number one in the recruiting rankings. No. Hey, go Coach McGuire and the Red Raiders, like, rooting for you. But, like, Alabama will probably decide to recruit some kids. Um, And, you know, but right now they have it. If they were to get a guy like Avion Carter, right, where there's reasons to believe he should go there, like locally, et cetera, there's also reasons to believe, like, I don't know, Texas is in the mix, and that's usually a, a, a big a big factor. TCU has historically played very good defense. Oklahoma State plays excellent defense, right? Yep. If this is if if task if if Tech can put this one, Avion Carter, in the win column, 
then I think it might be time to really sit up and start paying attention because this is a this is a guy who you can pencil in at the top of almost any class in the nation and feel like, all right, we've got a certified stud coming to our town. I agree with that. And I will point out that Tascosa is a program that typically sends their players on to the school that they fit best. Mm-hmm. You know, there isn't this isn't a pipeline program mm-hmm. to any one certain school. And I think that's important to note in this recruitment that they have been given good guidance to probably pick the the schools that they may fit scheme wise. You, you may remember Jacoby Lott, an offensive guard back in the class of 2018, 2019, picked up a late offer from Texas, but then kind of shunned the Longhorns on National Signing Day to stick with his original pledge at, at Kansas. You know, they sent Major Everhart to TCU last year, even though Texas Tech really came after him hard. I think that they feel, you know, he, especially himself, probably felt that he had a, a better chance to make an impact in that offense. That's probably, you know, the reason why he stuck it out with his commitment to TCU. But, you know, the, no stranger to talent. Avion Carter could really have played for anybody he wants, and it'll be interesting to see who he picks ultimately. I know Major Everhart's probably in his ear for TCU. Texas Tech's closer to home. Texas is a big school, and he rode a horse while he was at Oklahoma State. So, Ooh. you know. Uh, well, you didn't mention that in your write-up. Could that be a feather in the in my well, gummy's cap I might, there? I might need to rethink. Yeah, how do that you, was a pretty cool how picture. Do you, how do you factor that into your spreadsheet? Like, you is know, there like a column there? Has like, to did, be. Ride, ho- did ride horse? I feel like between that and, like, did eat barbecue, like, yeah. something has to be done Road there. Rode horse on an unofficial Al- visit. Although, let's point, let's, let's point out. Seth Luttrell at North Texas mm-hmm. rode a bull? Yeah, he rode a mechanical bull. Uh, at Coy Aiken's house. Coy Aiken's. Uh, the Seamville wide receiver, yeah. and it didn't it didn't seal yeah. the deal. Yeah. I so can... it's, not, it's, not, it's not guaranteed. But I'm pretty sure, I'm, yeah, it's really not, because I'm pretty sure Aiken's dad is the, what they consider the rodeo teacher at Stephenville. So that ah. that's big. Like, that's more than just doing it because you're in a country town. Yeah. But how well did Latrell ride the that's bull? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe Joey hopped on and was yeah. was better than yeah. Seth at riding a bull. So maybe, you don't know. Nick maybe. Saban loves to dance. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, you know. What I know is Brian Kelly loves to hit the gritty. So <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Maybe LSU might have retired the gritty now. Uh, it, I don't know. It, it should have been retired the moment that that video came out of him. I don't know. John Moran's still doing it. Yeah, but he yeah, <laughs> he makes it look cool. Uh, one guy who always makes it look cool. <laughs> it's Greg Powers, Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter, G Power Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter, Next Level D1C. Find work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Stick around because we have some more important things to talk about. <laughs> yes, I can. Recruiting wait. is important. Uh, we value our sponsors and things, but just hold on a second. <laughs> We're at Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Get the 2022 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed to you before it's newsstands. So we haven't really talked about the timing element of it. Yeah. So we send the magazine to press on the 27th. True. My guess, I don't know. We need to confirm with Boss right. Man. We need to confirm with Boss Man. My guess is that if you are a subscriber, you'll probably start getting it around June 20th. That's that seems generally right. Generally about, you... about three weeks, mm-hmm. right? Because it usually starts hitting 
newsstands the first week of July. Correct. Subscribers typically get it those two weeks Here's before my it hits newsstands. My ballpark is if you subscribe, you'll get it in your mailbox on, Ju- on June 20th. If you don't subscribe and you just want to go pick it up off the, off the newsstand, July 4th weekend. Ish. Yeah. Ish. Those are and at that point, ballparks. you're again, two weeks behind. Again, pickle controls the trucks. So it's at Ashley underscore pickle 12. Uh, I, I do not. But why risk it? Why wait? Yeah. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Get your mother a subscription to Dave mm-hmm. Campbell's Texas Football. Yeah. FOMO is real when it comes to not getting the magazine. For sure. Early. Hey, hey Pickle. Did you know that 35% of college athletes quit their sport or transfer schools by the end of their sophomore year? That's because most high school athletes only consider athletics when picking a college. They skip over the other important factors like college lo- college major, location, scholarships, and long-term goals. With so much to consider, how do you make sure you're choosing the right school? That's where our friends at Athletes to Athletes come, comes in. Athletes to Athletes is a college counseling program built specifically for student-athletes and their families. They provide a holistic approach to help you find the college program that best fits all of your needs, both on and off the field. Go to athletestoathletes.com slash DC today to schedule your free info session and see how they can help you find the best college program for you. That's athletestoathletes.com slash DC. And now it's time for this week in barbecue. Do you have to roll the intro? Do we not? We don't have a... Um, I do have a three-minute-long video. I thought we have a specialty intro for This Week in no, Barbecue. No, uh, this this barbecue video, though, doesn't have any sound on it. It's just to while we're talking. So, Let's last weekend, you two plus ish, ish and that's it. Mm-hmm. The three of you went down to Round Rock for the 2022 Texas High School Barbecue State Championships. It's the second straight year we've gone. Uh, I went with you guys last year. Mm-hmm. Second straight year you guys have gone, I should say. First time Ish has gone. Uh, it was in a different location this year, in Round Rock instead of Lano. Um, let's go to our resident Lano expert, Ashley Pickle, um, because you're biased in this. I am absolutely biased. You're absolutely yeah. biased. It was at the Kirkendall Center. Mm-hmm. Bro- oh, I remembered. Very nice. It's because they had a quarterback. Case. <laughs> That's the sad truth. Um, how did you feel about it being at Round Rock? versus Lano. I personally wish that it was in Lano. I think that was a great fit, but I will say like taking my hometown bias out of it, it's great for them to be at Round Rock and at the Dell Diamond. Um, and a big reason for that is because since it was the Dell Diamond and Round Rock and blah, 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 Nolan Ryan obviously has his mm-hmm. meat company. He They made a massive donation to them with all of the meats that they use to cook. And so for them to be able to partner with Nolan Ryan being at a Rangers adjacent facility and all that stuff, I think that is so awesome. And it's a really nice venue for the kids to get to be at in the ballpark. And when they heard speakers, they were able to go sit down in the ballpark. So bias, yes, I I wish that it was in Lano, but I think I'm the only person. (laughs) No, it's a massive, it's a massive event. Um, 85 teams this year. 85 teams. Mm-hmm. Which is about 20 more than last year wow. when you were there. So it was huge. Okay. 85 teams out there. And uh, <laughs> there's This crap. is just going to scroll through um, as we go. And, and so there were 85 teams out there. And they were, if you don't know, they compete in five different competitions. It is dessert, beans, brisket, chicken, and ribs. Um, and 
they are it's it's all high school kids uh, out there doing all the work uh the from what i understand well i remember the the code they do have coaches but they're not allowed to 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 help aside from like talking to them they can't touch anything um powers how would you compare and contrast this year's experience versus last year's experience well i mean year two was a little bit different because year one that was our first time covering it and year two i felt like some of the major players in the barbecue high school state barbecue world knew who we were Mm -hmm. you know walking on to the playing field so to speak you know so some of the top teams were excited that we were there of course you know the administration um was excited i had a i personally had a great time i was able to judge ribs oh so last year he did chicken for those of you who don't know this year he did ribs and And there here here we go i mean there's your there's your scorecard how it lays out um but i was able to yeah, I mean, ch- ch- ribs was like a judging ribs was like a life changing mm-hmm. type of thing for me. You know, you guys know how excited I was to be able to judge the chicken last year. Well, heading into the ribs this year, I felt like I'm, I have a you know a year of experience. Look at that man! <laughs> That's how pumped up he was. <laughs> I have a year of experience yeah. under my belt now, right? You know, I kind of know what to expect, and I prepared myself mentally. And physically for the competition this year, I wasn't walking in blind. I knew what to expect. I kind of had an idea of what would separate out what I felt like was a championship quality barbecue from, you know, just a great barbecue. Because these are the best of the best, right? Like, mm-hmm. There's nothing that's going to be bad. You had to qualify to get here. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah, like You can't just show up and just, like, get out some charcoal briquettes and throw some burgers out there. Like, you know, right. these, like, these are kids who know what they're this. doing. Yeah. They, they were training for this. I was training yes. to be a judge mm-hmm. for this as well. Because I want to do the right thing within the competition. I don't want to be a novice judge. I want to be a professional judge so that I can give a fair rating. Right. And as a guy who ranks things for a living, I think that I'm, you know, I'm getting there as far as the judging world is concerned. As you can see, I'm getting notes from a world-class renowned chef. um, That was the executive chef. Yeah, the director. Not even head chef, executive chef. Wow. You know, sitting next to the director's daughter, who's a, you know, a professional barbecue judge. So I'm picking brains and learning how to to judge this competition. So then I have, okay. So now you've judged chicken and you've judged ribs. It strikes me that I wonder, is judging ribs tougher? Like, did you find that to be more challenging or was judging chicken more challenging or were they about equal? I think, honestly, I think judging chicken was tougher. Oh, really? And that's because the chicken takes on so many different flavors, profiles, you know. It so it's a lot more apples a to oranges. Flavor, you know, uh, yeah. So you could really have some huge variances on the, and trust me, there were variances on the ribs too, but the one chicken could taste like cherry wood and one chicken could taste like mesquite that mm-hmm. is a really strong flavor profile i also and correct me if i'm wrong here because i just thought about this when you were talking but i also feel like the moisture level of chicken can vary a lot more than ribs because even dry True. ribs are still moist but chicken mm-hmm. can be straight up dry yeah you know like i feel like that adds another thing into That's a it good point yeah i agree i do agree with that i mean seriously though like there were out of now 40 50 different meats I've tried at the high school state championships. There hasn't been one that I would reject, right? Like all of them were, were at least all pretty good. Yeah, they were all like the worst one was they were pretty not good. Let me ask up, you guys yeah. this, like okay. in the barbecue world, mm-hmm. you go to Rudy's. Okay. On your scale of 1 to 10, where would you rate Rudy's? 
Uh, I'm going to refrain from answering that question, considering I would love if Rudy sponsored us. But I would just say, like, okay, I have a number in my head. Okay. I have a number in my head. The, um, all these barbecues that we try at this are, like, your upper echelon. You like, would compare Mark, them. So, so, like Franklin's and so Hines you're saying and you Hutchins. Would yeah, you would, you would compare them to destination barbecue joints. Yeah, exactly. like the one-off barbecue joints, not necessarily chain barbecue joints, I think is exactly. a good way That's to put that. Exactly. That's the best way to describe it is like these were all like world-class bites. Yeah. If, yeah, it, and that's kind of one of those things. Like if, if everyone knows Texas for barbecue, so if you're bringing in an out-of-state family member that's never had Texas barbecue, you're taking them to your favorite spots. You know, you're not yes. taking them to somewhere that they could get up in Wisconsin or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, no right. doubt. And we tried a bite of brisket on the way out. Oh, my gosh. I don't know where – the uh, team's finished in brisket. Wall. I, I know where the the overall team's yeah. finished. Did you see Pickle? Did you no, see I don't know uh, specifics, but Rockwall. Holy cow. They made a brisket. I'm telling you, it was the best brisket I've tried it in was my life. insane. And wow. I, I think best we brisket all, you've ever had. Best brisket I've ever had. And that was, at, that well, was from my last bite of, I don't know, how much do you think I ate at the barbecue? <laughs> well, okay, yeah, I was going to say, here's the difference between last year and this yeah, year. Last year we were a little timid mm-hmm. when it came to asking to try things. Now, last year they offered us a lot more things, but it's because this year the coaches weren't allowed to even be under the tent with them. Oh, um, okay. It was completely yeah. sprout. They had to 20 watch. 25-foot um interesting so that's the reason why last year coaches were always the ones like hey do y'all want to try this do you want to try kids aren't going to offer it up because they don't want to get in trouble like oh should we have given that to him so powers just straight up started asking i mean he would just walk up and go can i try that can i try it and they were like yeah man here you go so we tried so much brisket this year which was cool because we didn't get to do that last year i feel like i had like a couple bites of brisket last year yeah not many because we left i think their brisket due time Mm -hmm. was an hour up this year if i remember correctly so it had to be turned in at three i think last year it was turned in at four so we were already leaving by that time but we tried so much brisket and it was all unbelievable and the cool part another cool part was there was a sophomore from rankin that had won overall last year and he like just in the brisket category Mm -hmm. he got grand champion um as a sophomore this year every single regional qualifier they went to he had won grand champion so we got to try that grand champion brisket it was awesome yeah it was very very savory is how i would explain yeah it had like a beef stew undertone kind of like you said um and the just so everybody knows beefy yes but it was like like stew. Yeah. It, no, it tasted you. like soup mm. almost. And just so everybody understands the rules on, uh, you know, no one's allowed inside the ropes now. There's a 20 to 25 foot barrier. We were allowed inside the ropes as media. And there are certain rules That's that are. That's what I'm are, talking about. Mm-hmm. There are certain rules that are enforced, right? Like if you're, they're not allowed to let anyone try the meat until after it's been turned in for judging. Yes. No matter who it is. Yes. So you can't go up and ask for a bite of brisket in the middle of it you right. have to wait for after everything's been turned in because there can be no um coaching or feedback mm. or yeah uh, it's like any of see, that. Yeah, more salt or whatever yeah you can't right. do that or like cook you this can't longer. say yeah. like any suggestion at all would be an unfair advantage right so these are the rules of barbecue so when we get there dessert has been turned in beans has been turned in chicken has been turned in and judged and all those are like fair game. If there's leftovers when you show up of those categories, now then okay. Now I have I have a question about dessert because I know you're not a dessert person, pickle. Mm, but there's one. 
Oh, oh, okay. Yes. Okay. There I was going to yeah. direct my question to you, but I will now direct. No, my there's question one, to you. and it's funny because you're so, not a sweets person. Not a sweets person. Do not like sweets. But the same girl that came up to us last year from, oh no, where was she from? I can't. It was the tent right at the beginning. It wasn't um, O'Donnell. I didn't. Yes. Was it O'Donnell? Yes, okay. It was O'Donnell. Uh, she makes pineapple pudding. And we had some last year yes, in the little did. cups as it. we were leaving. And she was like, Very oh, dude, good. she came up to me, Ish, and Ish's mom. And she was like, hey, do y'all want to try this? And we just had a spoon and we got like a last little bit. And she goes, as I was like getting it, I thought it was banana pudding. And as I'm getting it, she goes, yeah, it's pineapple pudding. And I went, you, last year. She goes, yeah, I'm the one from last year. So anyway, I hope she never graduates or at least keeps coming back because that pineapple pudding is so good. She's got her 17th year of eligibility exactly. there. Exactly. I need showing up. I need that little lady to keep coming back. <laughs> She's like a grandmother. She's still there. Yeah. Like, All right, there you go. Um, well, okay. Before we turn the page, I want yeah. to at least to make sure that we recognize the winners yes. of the competition, right? And these are the uh, championship Rankings. Okay, so these and are the these are the these are the, the so the top three plus I guess one through thirty seven. You said there were eighty five. Yeah. There so were even 80. being thirty seventh, you're in the top half of the very best of the best barbecue teams. Mm -hmm. And you can see here there are multiple submissions from some high schools. You can qualify as a I guess. A Boy, does Catula have yeah. three in the top seventeen? Catula has mm -hmm. three in the top twenty and four in the top thirty seven. So wow. I mean, looking at these rankings, you have to give a special shout out to them. But checking in at number one. Cowboy Up Barbecue, McMullen County High School. Congratulations wow. to McMullen County. The best barbecue Ooh. in the state. Grand champion. Overall, grand champion resides in McMullen County. So McMullen County is, that's where, it's down south. It's kind of near Three Rivers is almost in McMullen County. Mm. Um, but yeah, they do not. I wonder what their enrollment is. Uh, McMullen County High School enrollment is 267. It's in Tilden. So shout out to Cowboy Up Barbecue. Uh, followed by Smoking Vaqueras mm -hmm. from Catula, which would. Note. Now, I am not, uh, I am not a fluent Spanish speaker, but. Vaqueras. Mm -hmm. I think it's an all-female team. Awesome. That happened last year. I want to say the San Antonio Madison mm -hmm. girls finished. Yeah, very, the barbecuties. The barbecuties, mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, from uh, Navarro High School, uh, Lanier FFA Barbecue came in third. Um, okay, so do you feel like you got enough to eat? Oh yeah. He didn't eat at Whataburger. Yeah, I couldn't even. I couldn't eat at Whataburger when we got there. I think I probably had all in all at least 50 bites. I don't know what that equates to. Yeah. But as far as like the, a plate or concern. Yeah. So this year the judging was a little bit different. I judged 12 ribs only, mm -hmm. right? That 12th rib, I took as big a bite as I could. I was like, <laughs> you know, like I still feel comfortable. Like I'm, I love it. I'm piling this last bite in, you know, I'm taking advantage of the last bite. So I knew where I was stood on that 12th bite. So Ish couldn't join us today. We wanted Ish to be on the show, but he's, he's busy with actual work instead of our nonsense. Uh, what did, what did Ish, uh, you know, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, like, you know, a, a fresh eyes on the... Because you guys knew what you were getting into, or at least had an idea. What did Ish think? I'll, I'll give you an opportunity to speak for him. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite pastime. Right. Um, I think he, he... I asked him afterwards, I was like, so, like, did you really enjoy it? And he said it was a blast. He said he would yeah. absolutely go back next year. Um, and, and, yeah, like, he went when we got all of that brisket. Because him and I didn't... I don't think we had a rib ever... 
because um, we were really filming powers and stuff mm-hmm. during that whole thing. And so him, me, him, and his mom really got to dive into the brisket because powers was just throwing it like, hey, they need some too. It was great. Um, the master of ceremonies, if you will. But uh, no, Ish said he had a great time. And it was really cool too because like he mentioned, like Chuck and, and that whole crew out there, uh, Miss Marnie, they do such a good job of welcoming people in and being really excited. The other thing that Ish pointed out that I didn't realize last year, obviously we know that they give out a ton of scholarships. I mean, it is awesome. Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah, like the, grand, like the grand prizes are like, it's, mo- it's like, yeah, it's like $5,000 yeah. scholarship. Yeah. for each member of the team. Right. I mean, it's huge, but they also partner with, oh goodness, I need to go back and look and I will have oh, the this culinary tomorrow. School. The, they yeah. partner with a culinary school. Um, so that's why the executive chef of that culinary school was there. And then there were th- three head chefs and then some other like chefs in training that were all there. Um, but Ish pointed out how refreshing it was that they focus so much on trade school mm-hmm. with these kids. Cause so many times, and we're, we're part of that too, because we talk about high school and we instantly talk about like college football. It, it is so awesome that a, organization like this will recognize that a four-year college is not the right path for every single person and it shouldn't be Mm -hmm. and so they highlight trade schools and so it's not only the culinary school like those scholarships can go out to welding they can go out to you know uh power line departments and all that or schools and so it's like that is so cool that people recognize there's this whole thing you can get involved in that you do not have to go to a full year university. And that was something that Ish pointed out that I don't think either of us or any of us had really recognized until he got there. So that was awesome. I agree with you too. And not only are these kids being groomed to be great barbecue cooks, they're involved in shop. I mean, we saw some really Mm -hmm. amazing uh, barbecue pits. Some rigs um, they've got are incredible. And Mm -hmm. you know, one of the schools, the, one of the competitors had built the entire awning and uh, it was insane it was amazing what they've done in the shop to create some of the stuff that they use out there so yeah yeah he like- had a whole trailer real fast that folded out so the the roof of it comes up so that it's shade and then there's a whole table with six different bar stools and it was beautiful like stained wood and then they could all sit on it and everything oh. and i asked him i said man this is awesome and he goes thank you i made it and I just looked at him and I said, you, you, like, I thought he was kidding with me. And he goes, no, I made this last year as like my project in ag. And I was like, right. What? <laughs> and, and I go back to, cause last year when we talked with the, the, the barbecue coach at Rankin, he kind of talked about like, yeah, what I started was I'm, I'm the welding guy. I'm the welding teacher at Rankin. Right. And it's like, I don't. I guess you could go to school to be go to college to be a welder. Absolutely, that's could, huge. But like the trade school is a the trade lot school more is where it goes. Yeah. Like you could go to a four year university, but like that's going to be more trade schools and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so um, that's just super interesting, that, especially you know you see a lot of those guys who are in ag and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's like you know four year college is not right for them. No, it's not, it's not the right choice. That's like okay. I mean, we can peel back the curtain here because we work in journalism. They're going to go out there, go to those trade schools, and make ten thousand times more money than we do talking about you, football. Why would you bring that up? Why would you? <laughs> because it's a true thing that people don't recognize it's a labor of love though yeah absolutely yeah go after and do what you love is the point of that yeah but think about how happy you are getting to be here with us is what i'm saying you know what again I mean? with, so with powers <laughs> uh, shout, shout out to high school barbecue inc for everything yeah. they do chuck marnie the two betsy's and marcus thanks for making us <laughs> two <great>. betsy's <laughs> um, they're great yeah it's people. a first it's a first class organization it's a first class event all the way i was sad i couldn't go i was very i was uh, I was feverishly refreshing social media to see all of your tweets and, and, and 
instas and things yeah. like that. It was uh, coming back. I'm coming back. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I. Uh, they'll probably do it again next year, and mm-hmm. we'll probably be there. Uh, we were talking about, and I'll just blow up a spot. Up, you know, on 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 the the, the show. Um, that next year we just got to drag Travis Heim down there, like our buddy Travis. Well, and I thought about it too when you were talking about Coach Gilbert being down in Austin. Like, if it's in Round oh. Rock again, that's a lock. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you yeah, kidding that'd be me? A whole lot of fun. Like he could he could have an in home visit with a five star prospect. He'd be like, nope, nope, clear clear, the, clear my schedule. I've <laughs> got things to do. Uh, well, I'm glad you guys had fun. I'm glad everybody had fun. And uh, your parents showed up, right? They did, and that's and what I was fixing your, to clarify and, because a, quite a few people have asked. That is not my twin sister. I do not have a twin sister. That is my mother. Like they're not even she being does, just nice at this point. Like they legitimately think yes. Yes. <laughs> but that is Trish, my mother. Yes. Uh, but yeah, they got to come out, so it was yeah. great. Very very cool. Well, I'm glad you guys had fun. I'm insanely jealous. Uh, but next year, I want to be there. Let's do it. Make it happen. We're coming back. We're coming back. Uh, do you have any final thoughts? You got to talk. Uh, yeah. Here we'll do yeah. this because. Oh, yeah. We'll bring this up. A reminder, Saturday we will be broadcasting the 2022 Texas High School Football Hall of Fame banquet. There will be – it'll be on TexanLive.com. It's presented by our good friends at Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Six o'clock is the start time for the pregame show. That'll be Tepper-ish and Malpal bringing you live coverage there. And then it'll go into a Craig Way emceed banquet recognizing a group of guys. Yeah, it's live on TexanLive.com for free. Make sure you tune in Saturday to watch some of the – Legends of Texas high school football be enshrined forever. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Hit Powers, thanks. Let's do it again next week. Uh, I'll have to ask my producer. See y'all there. Uh, for Ashley Pickle, <laughs> I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.